Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Besha, and this is totally my fault. <laughs> hey, John, it's good to see you. It is good to see you, too. Oh, my God. We're, we're able to do this in person. I know. We're, we're, and from the interior of, and I think you were not kidding about this, a hotel a suite that is... A fucking fancy hotel suite. I mean, it really is. I think, honestly, you might be right. Bigger than my last apartment. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And I think... My apartment has a hallway in it, and if you take out the hallway, mm. it is bigger than that. The fridge is the same size as my fridge in Portland. <laughs> There's a dishwasher. I mean... Who needs a fucking dishwasher in their hotel suite? I, I don't know. I, I, my guess is that maybe this is like one of those long occupancy things. Oh, and it's also like the executive suites. Oh, it is. So, oh. you know... Extra fancy. really... Uh, what fucking executive is going to cook for themselves on the... On the <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There's a stove. Listeners, yeah. there's a there's a two-burner yeah. electric stove built into the counter. Yeah. Uh, I've, this is no mini fridge and microwave combo. This yeah, is no. for real. That is... Uh, that, I'm, I'm almost dangerously impressed. That's, I'm going to make this a regular feature, at least on like Instagram, of reviewing the hotels that I stay in for work. Because I have stayed in like this, and then there was this one place that's actually down the block from here that had this giant ass bathtub um, but I've also stayed in because my work often serves underserved communities end up in places like rural Wisconsin uh, in the like local hunt and lodge <laughs> where you're like did somebody clean fish in this bathroom at some point did that happen are there scales in my seat is that huh <laughs> that's deer blood right <laughs> Anyway. Excellent. Well, is it time to introduce our guest? I think that it might be. Great as it is to see you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, please welcome to the podcast my excellent friend, Mari. Mari. Hello. I've been <laughs> biting my tongue and trying not to laugh at your six digs on executive suites and people not cooking for themselves and murder sinks. Oh, it wasn't uh, the sink, it was the pet. Whoa. Okay, wow. <laughs> Cracked myself up there. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, Mari. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I am so pleased to have you on here, Mari. If you had to introduce yourself to, uh, I feel like I might have to do that very soon. Indeed. What? Uh, <laughs> what would you? What would you tell them? Um, well, I write AAA video games right now at Ubisoft. I'm also working on a novel. Knock on wood, I'll finish it someday. Um, back in the day, I studied history of medicine. That's kind of me in a nutshell. Outstanding. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you, you have joined us. I, I feel like this is this is partly my fault, and that I feel like I was. You are such a perfect guest for this. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like I don't know. I just I feel like I was derelict in my duty as as host of this thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I'm just I'm, I'm so glad to have you on here. Well, you say that now, but let's see where the <laughs> takes us. <laughs> Excellent. You can and always blame it on John. I will. It's always his idea. Yes, this is true. Naturally, we should probably explain to the listeners what, what's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, which is this. Um, over a decade, I built up an unedited archive of ideas, 800 plus strong and still growing. 
and now my friends get to dig through it to see if there's anything interesting, funny, potentially lucrative, or litigiously high risk in there. If you hear one and you agree it's good, take it and run. I just want credit. I want to cut, and also to always explain it to people as, and then we talk about whether it's legal or ethical <laughs> or financially rewarding. <laughs> I only yes. care about the last one. Yeah. Yes, totally. Uh, Mari, you uh, you have uh, been granted access to the pile. What what have you got for us? Oh my god! So there were moments looking at this list where my life flashed before my very eyes. <laughs> And I also have to confess that um, there were so many juicy ones and a lot of guests, either forthcoming or previous, have already kind of um, licked the and claimed the, the tastiest bits. But I managed to find a few that I think are fresh for us to talk about, starting with maybe Scorpius Tattoo. Okay. So, okay, first things first. Do yes. you mean the constellation or the Farscape character? Definitely Farscape. <laughs> okay, I was like, real. one of these is boring, one of these is hilarious. Okay. Look, let's be, I actually have to admit that I've never watched Farscape. What? John! <laughs> I know. I'm John, what the. Okay, I know you're like a diehard Trek guy, but I think, you know, it's it's like if you like um, Black Forest Cake, you would probably also really like dark chocolate pudding with a cherry swirl. Like, they're, they're very... There's some parallel flavors, I want to say. Uh, no, this is fair. I mean, Plus I... Plus Claudia Black. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. Um, I, I mean, I did just watch all of Babylon 5 over the course yeah, of of a few okay, years. Okay, I haven't seen that one, so... Oh, wow, okay. I know. Uh, While we're laying you... everything out on the, the line here and confessing <laughs> our, our sci-fi nerd sins. I, I don't know... Um, I mean, can you give me a precy on this? On this, is, is Scorpius? I'm assuming a character from Farscape. Yeah. Okay. How, we, how Who put this on your Excel? <laughs> Why is this was your it, job? Was it the constellation after all? <laughs> <laughs> It, it really was. It really was. I, I, and I don't know why. That's the problem. I don't well, know why I had the idea to get a tattoo of the constellation. Are you a Scorpio? Are you a Scorpio? I am not. What the fuck? <laughs> was it? Was? Uh, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? No, absolutely. Oh, yes. Well, what the fuck, John? <laughs> is it possible that Scorpius is a constellation in which maybe some of the first exoplanets were discovered? That. Like a, wow. Okay, that could be it, actually. That would be the... I mean, that's literally the only reason I could think... Of that. That's the only reason that present day John could think of for getting such a tattoo. Did past John put any notes in the spreadsheet? I don't what recall category? seeing it, because I remember asking this question whether it was the Constellation or the Farscape character, because it wasn't apparent from the Excel sheet. <laughs> um, well, I, I am a Scorpio, and I've actually considered getting a Scorpius it tattoo of the non-Farscape kind, but I feel like the Farscape character has... More hilarity for us to explore because have you seen this guy? If, if I can describe it's him, fucking... he's like if the fucking crypt keeper slapped on the weirdest like facial latex gimp suit you could imagine. <laughs> the crypt keeper goes to Folsom Street Fair. <laughs> Yes, oh exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he's the villain, and I can't even remember what his motivation is or what the fuck, but the, the character designers just went to, to town with him. <laughs> and um, I did a quick Google, and 
I was like, what does John mean by Scorpius tattoo? Is it like, did Scorpius have a tattoo maybe that he thought was funny? Or someone should get a Scorpius tattoo? So then, of course, I googled Scorpius tattoo and discovered that there are already Scorpius tattoos out there in the fucking world. Oh, oh that's, wow. Yeah, that's Scorpius. I see. Are you showing him? Yes. Uh, just, just general photos of Scorpius. Oh, there's a nice... Wow. That's that's a nice set. Listeners, please please Google Scorpius Farscape to follow along at home because it's quite a treat. I like that the like unexpected. the weird like chin separator plastic he's got yeah, going on. Yeah, What's that? It's like some sort of athletics. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. What was yeah. that trend? Um, not athleisure, but the other one, health goth. Is yes. this health goth? Yes, this is absolutely this is health goth. goth. I think. Wow, yeah. health again. I'm looking again at um, Scorpius. No. Good God! It does turn out that the constellation Scorpius contains 38 exoplanets. That oh, that, I mean, I'm gonna guess that must have been it, but I am not sure. It's- I'm not sure which one's dorkier, honestly. (laughs) I think that... I'm not dorkier, but I'm like, which one is going to get more social backlash if you're whipping this thing out at the pool? I feel like I feel like people are just going to think you're a Scorpio, and a lot of people have um, anti-Scorpio sentiments, so you may not want that on your True. body. Whereas if they yeah. just see Scorpius, they're either going to immediately know what it is and think it's hilarious and awesome, or they're going to be terrified of you, and then you're the king of the pool. So <laughs> they're going to move their kids away from you. Yeah, you have the whole pool, pool to yourself. Your children. Huh. Perfect. I mean, yeah. Either way. I. Okay, so I want to tell a, a mostly irrelevant story, which I think is one of my important functions on this podcast, which <laughs> is when my brother was in middle school, he had a katana, <laughs> first of all, and he named this katana Winona. Oh, gosh, okay. Which is after John Crichton's gun in Farscape. Oh, wow, right, okay. okay. And at one point, I am sitting in the living room on the computer, and my brother comes out, and he's carrying his katana, and he sits down, and he turns on the TV, and he starts flipping through the channels, and he goes to sci-fi, and he goes, the hell, where's Farscape? And I was like, oh, they've got that movie thing event, so I think that it's canceled this week. And he goes, oh, man. And he picks up his katana and goes back to his room, at which point I realize he brought his katana out to watch Farscape <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> wow. Let him down. That's was he cute. just going to gently snuggle it? Yeah. Aw. Yeah, they were just going to cuddle on the couch and catch up. I mean, who doesn't love to, of... to cuddle their katana named after a sci-fi franchise gun? Exactly. <laughs> How many seasons did Farscape run for? Three, four, five? Mm, I want to say uh, Not that many. Six? My six, gut says yeah. six. All right. I'm sure it must be available on some I actually, service. I haven't watched all of it uh, together. I meant to. It was one of those things where, like, I started watching way back in the dark days before things like Netflix existed. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, when it was only cable, if you didn't have TiVo or anything, I think this was even before TiVo, um, if you missed a couple episodes, you were fucked. So, like, then you're off the, you couldn't mm-hmm. keep watching because yeah. there'd be weird spoilers. And um, that's what happened. I just fell off a of Farscape. There were four <laughs> seasons. Ah. Very good. Uh, one day I'm going to watch all of it. To TV Guide to know <laughs> when the reruns were on. Yeah, and you could never catch them because it would be some weird hour and three thirty a.m. And then how are you going to catch all of them? As soon as you miss one, you're like you're out of the loop forever until it comes out on DVD. And the DVD set was like a billion dollars. So or if kids... one of your friends taped it. Yes, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have kid, friends like that. They were all just like 
poor like me with like a VCR that couldn't do that or they would miss it or something, couldn't program it. <laughs> Dark days. Man, we are so spoiled Four by the times. glut of streaming services we have now. I bet well, you truly. it's I bet you Farscape's on Netflix. I'm just going to turn around right after this and just main mainline all four seasons. Netflix or Prime. <laughs> yes. I'm confident. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Prime literally just picked up Babylon 5 like huh. within the last I, I think within the last calendar year, honestly. Huh. Like it, it it suffered for a long time in in the null space and the void between stars. <laughs> Uh, Babylon 5 did? Yeah. Before it was picked up? Yeah. Yeah. John, you've watched The Expanse. I See, here's the thing. I've read all of the books. Oh, okay. Um, And so uh, the first season of the show covers the first half of the first book. And so I was sort of like, you know what? I'm I'm glad you guys are doing this and I'm glad it's being made, but I... I don't know if I need to watch this necessarily, so I have not kept up. Um, despite the fact that I have at least a, one friend who at one point worked on the show, um, but it was what? doing so well that I was like, you know what, I think you're, like, he didn't, you don't need my help. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose I could, I could, I could start. It's very good if you find yourself in need of something and, and don't want to quite commit to four seasons of Farscape, though, you will be missing out on the excellent evil goblin BDSM ambassador that is Scorpius. (laughs) Noted. Also Claudia Black. Um, I will say two things about the expanse. One of them is that I, I I honestly had never understood what people meant by two actors had no chemistry Uh until I saw the relationship between, um, What's his name? Uh, Holden. The lead. Yeah, Holden and Naomi. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to love that idea, but I was... Eh. And I like them both, but there's just no... Eh, eh. And secondly, that I have a coworker who looks exactly like Amos with a beard, and every time he walks by... And I don't know him at all. Like, he's on a totally different team. And every time he walks go by, I go, Amos. <laughs> wow, I hope he hears that and is perturbed by it. <laughs> That certainly weird. gives me some looks. Yeah, wowzers. That's that's how name. How to make so friends in the office? Delta accent, Amos. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, Mari. What is what is next on the list? Um. Well, so we've all agreed you need to just get a full back tat of Scorpius to rule a pool. <laughs> I think you should be licking an ice cream cone. Two <laughs> separator. <laughs> Maybe that's what his chin thinks for, catching them ice cream drips. Anyways, speaking of, um, I don't know, amazing things, women should be allowed to carry swords as street harassment deterrent? The sword plan! The sword plan. I, oh, uh, I, it's capitalized. This, that's what I like to think of it as. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much uh, covers it. You know, um, all, I mean, and this, this obviously applies not just to, you know, to cis women, but also anybody who identify anybody, anybody female identified who would be subject to street harassment is legally allowed to carry a sword, uh, which would be, you know, a bladed weapon long enough to necessitate a scabbard. Yes. Uh, and uh, they also get 20 free hours of training mm-hmm. so that they actually kind of know what to do with it. Okay. Thank you for answering up front one of the 5,000 questions that this amazing premise immediately gave to my mind. The the other important uh, thing to note in this plan is that... Um, is that... Uh, sorry. Um, yep. I'm showing Scorpius in a Hawaiian shirt. 
<laughs> We're gonna need these swords to attack Scorpius when he comes for us. Also that. The other thing to note is that all women are also granted one free cut a fool pass per month legally. Okay. Uh, and, that, and that can be for any wounds up to and including fatalities. Oh shit. Uh, and if you mm-hmm. don't use it, it rolls over into the next one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy shit. That. Okay. That it used to be that you had to use it up or or you had to sort of forfeit it so you could only get one per month. But I realized I, I, we discussed this with a guest um with a previous guest and she agreed that it would actually be more useful if they simply stacked yeah. Uh, if you if they went unused, and so that's the result. Sometimes you need plan. to cut two fools at once. Yes. I bet yes. you there's some listeners right now listening to this thinking, I don't know, like killing a person a month. That sounds like a, a a big quota, and like if they stack, that's too much. But the fun thing is, is that back in the day, if I recall my actual, you know, nobility carrying swords rules, there was no quota. If you wanted to, you could just go fucking ham because you were allowed to do that. If too many people are insulting your honor, you can just mow them down. So we're actually being quite conservative with this one fool yeah. a month rule. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I really think that I might have just put that in place simply as a way to kind of like to put some kind of, of semblance of force. civility yeah. <laughs> on the paperwork yeah. honestly the, like because the, I imagine <laughs> that, the, that that each you know each sword incident does involve a certain amount of paperwork mm-hmm. of forms to be filled yes and, such. and so like if you if you you know like it, it was it's legal as long as the forms are filled out and you've only got me so if if you were able to do it kind of like at will I think that there would just be too much paperwork mm-hmm. so you know like I would probably yeah, just get mad on a bus and then and I'd be the only one left on that bus, and that would be yep. a problem. See? This is what I'm saying. But, you know, Until if I save up for there. a couple of years, then I can do that. When you really need it. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's like winter, and the bus gets really packed, and you can't breathe. It's like, ah! <laughs> and then the, the, the officer's like, well, I see here you had, like, 24 stacked up, and you only killed 12, so that's fine. I'm like, yeah, thanks, <laughs> exactly. sir. You you wounded the rest, you know, or you you know all you. I mean, I imagine that uh, a social custom might might uh, might evolve, wherein like all you simply need to do is brandish the sword. And Not even would... brandish, just gently lay my hand on so the health of it, upon it. <laughs> yes. and give them a look, and then they're <laughs> out of my way. This, this okay, so th- like I, I th- that is that is indeed sort of the central premise of it, in that I feel like that is the the medium by which we achieve mm. the end of street harassment. Now, somebody, <laughs> a previous guest did point out that to her, this puts the onus of good of, of the whole scheme on women mm-hmm. because they're the ones who need to enforce it. However, I think the opposite. I think that what it does is it puts the onus on dumbass dudes to keep their fucking mouths shut. <laughs> or they'll get cut. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, feel I, like, I think after the first few cuts. Yeah. Yeah, there would be like half a year where it's just like nonsense and people don't know the rules properly and there's a lot of accidentals and so on and so forth. But I think society would like reach a new equilibrium where just the, the gentlest parting of your pea coat towards the suggestion <laughs> of a rapier. Will. John is banging his fist on his knee right now <laughs> with delight. <laughs> Precisely what all of society will do when... The sword plan comes to fruition, Mari twenty twenty. Please vote for me. The, yes, the first my vote. the first six months, I think. I'm a Canadian. Be... <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. The, the six, I mean, here's the question that I have now, which is how how long do you think the bloodbath would last? Would it be a six month period? 
There would be some states where you know it never I can't stopped. Stop thinking about, but yeah, in Texas you can do Texas, it now. We're looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I've carried a sword on public transit before. Oh. And I've actually twice carried a sword on public transit. Once a um, epée in Victoria, BC, and once a longsword in Montreal. The epée did not command much respect, probably because it was in a bag. But the longsword definitely got me a social radius of comfort that I'm not generally afforded on public transit. But I was not <laughs> interfered with by the metro cops. So I don't know what would happen if every woman had one. Yeah. We're, I... Would we just start dueling each other? Like, bitch, you bumped me. And then it's like Monte Cristo right I mean... up in there on the metro platform. <laughs> Legally speaking, it is possible. Yeah, like, are there are there demerits? Like, you're only meant to use this sword for fools, not for other people just trying to make a life? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 John, I you didn't think of the full repercussions of the sword plan. <laughs> you know what I keep thinking of? Hmm. Um, because it happened since the last time I talked about the sword plan mm. or read about it, mm. um, was the BoJack episode. Uh, where women start buying guns and they finally outlaw guns. <laughs> oh my god! Well, this is yeah. the other thing. Do guns still exist? Like, am I just like him, like making a little gesture towards a rapier and getting like shot? Like, what's going on? Our guns are also outlawed. Okay. okay well, that's maybe we just that do helps. that because otherwise we might <laughs> part just A of sword plan. Yeah. <laughs> there's yes. there's a really upsetting line in there where Diane is like. Wow, I really thought that people love their guns more than they hate will hate it. Yeah, women. surprise. And Princess Carolyn's like, oh really? <laughs> oh my god, how naive of you! They'll they'll outlaw swords and guns. I mean, if we're keeping guns legal, then we need more than twenty hours of training, like maybe forty, so that we learn how to stop the bullets with our sword blade really, really fast. Ooh, that yeah. You know what? Yeah, I think that there would be a blossoming of sword schools. Yep, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm also in favor of that, quite honestly. Yeah, uh, same. I would love to have to have time off from work to go do sword training, because as it is now, I have to do it after work, and I'm really tired, so. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good times. Excellent. All right, what's next? Um, <laughs> perhaps building on the prior idea in a hilarious way, make out police. <laughs> <laughs> Did I... They only have daggers. Did, yeah, did past me... <laughs> Dirks only. Did past me put any notes there? I didn't note any on my notes. I'll look in a sec, but I just need to say that I want to be on this force so bad, and if there's a quota for arrests, I will be the top fucking enforcer. <laughs> I will be the chief of the makeout police, because, oh my god, I don't know what it is. People just around me want to get their tongue taste tests on with each other all the time. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. No, I mean, I guess that's that has to have been what this idea was. Uh, yeah, I think it said something like stopping people from public displays of affection that go too far. Let me see, make mm. out, Profe- oh, professional makeout instructors. No, that's the opposite. Makeout police. <laughs> oh no, you have nothing. Well, that's how I interpreted it. Is you I know, think... if if you're making out, then someone comes and just sticks their sword between your lips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not sort of a euphemism, but the real kind, the the, right. the weapon one. Yeah, or like you know, just you, you get you get a tap on the shoulder with the flat of the blade. Yes, and it's kind of like, <clears throat> just remember where you are. Yeah, 
It's a, it's a thing. I don't know how it is there, but I mean, here in, in Montreal, it's very cold and wintry for a long part of the year. So people get a little bit like stir crazy in spring, especially. Uh. And. And or just like cabin fever, but I swear to God, the the bus is just like a makeout zone all the time. I've no. been it's bad. I've been sitting, and like there'll be someone sitting next to me. And I remember this happened just last week, and that's why I was so excited about this idea because it made me so mad. And there was someone standing in front of this seated person next to me, and they kept dipping down like one of those little fucking dipping birds that you can buy from a dollar store, and just like mwah, 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 like right next to my face, and I was like Ugh. looking at them like why are you subjecting me to this and they they cared not for me (laughs) the lone woman on the bus and I was like I hate that you are so oblivious through love and you're making me the stereotype of like a bitter single person right now but OMG I wish I had a badge to arrest you yeah yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there would, there would be tickets issued first. Like, you know, there, this be, is your first misdemeanor right now. Warning. Exactly. No making out with your face proximal within a meter of someone's face. That should just be a social rule. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. no, that's egregious. I couldn't have fit a ruler between me and my jaw and this chick's jaw. And I was like, uh, cool. And I totally looked around the other bus like, is anyone else seeing this? And there was someone in the far corner who made eye contact with me. And they, like, pressed their lips together like, you're in hell, aren't you? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Thank you for seeing me. <laughs> and at least in that moment, you were known. <laughs> yeah. You for your service. If that person had been there, I might have lost my mind. <laughs> Justifiably so. But imagine if there were a makeout police. I'd just like calmly raise my phone to my ear and say, hello, makeout police. I've got a class one offense going on right now. I'm filming it for you. It's in progress and it's very bad. <laughs> We're going to need the make-out police on the 38 and Ge- someone, Geary someone Westbound. Someone just stands up on the bus and, like, rips their shit off to reveal their make-out police <gasps> uniform. It's just, like, a big lipstick lips with a cross out on it. Like, <laughs> they're like, I'm going to have to make an arrest right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just just hand out some tickets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine that, that, yeah, the make-out police, much like like secret police in some future dystopia, you know, like, they're, mm-hmm. they're around. They, there's, like, there's a badge sewn into the inside of their jacket. And they just, you know... Flash it. They're everywhere. Yeah. I also would like to give full permission for makeout police to just go full, like, red robin through the joined hands of slow hand-holding couple walkers who block sidewalks. (laughs) I think that ties into the sword plan. Red Rover. That's what I mean. Not Red Robin. Red Robin (laughs) is a chain franchise restaurant, I believe. Red Rover is the one where you shatter your friend's arms. That's the one I want. Yes. And try to try to strangle them. Yes. The combined might of your hands. Yep. It's a good idea. Uh, That 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 aspect I had not considered, and I think that it's a good one. But also, the sword plan applies here. I think. (laughs) That's it. Can we just stack these new social rules and see what the fuck comes out? Yeah, I would, I would see what happens. I mean, the quantum computing is, is going to happen soon. Let's 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 get to work on the simulation. Yeah. <laughs> I really just want to see what AI does with swords and forbidden kissing. But like, <laughs> instead of going like full miser with this, I've just started thinking. You know how sometimes like ostensibly I've never seen it with my own eyes a police person might like help a kitten out of a tree or like help an old lady across the street. Mm-hmm. Did they also like? Give out tickets like, hey, you did a good and discreet makeout. 
Yes. You, you get like one free, like next time you're on the bus macking right next to someone, I'll let you off. Like, do you get points? Can you accrue like social cachet for doing a you nice discreet park good. makeout perhaps? Yeah. Like you're on your little picnic, just doing a little smoocheroo and a policeman just stomps right up and like steps in your sandwich and says, hey, good job. Yes. <laughs> Look, there's 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 the stick and the carrot. Yeah. yeah I feel like we don't want to just like constantly criminalize public smooching. It just needs to not be in the faces of others all the time or obstructing sidewalks. Agreed. Great. Or making noises. Oh god. Noises. Ah. No noises. Why do you have to bring that up? I hate <laughs> the noises it makes. <laughs> yeah. So then can we extend? I'm just boosting the privileges right now. Mm. Makeout police can also arrest noisy eaters because the sound <laughs> is the fucking same. Somebody's got misophonia. Yeah, I don't like those sounds at all. That I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure if I, I can sanction that expansion of powers, but you know, we'll, we'll have to put it up to the. Well, John, uh, I fire you as my defense minister. <laughs> I was going to say, damn it, our dystopian city legislature will have to work that out. I'm drunk with power. I, first I gave women swords, then I outlawed smooching loudly. And now, eating. We knew we shouldn't have voted for Mari 2020. <laughs> All soup restaurants shudder. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well. Well, society's better for having uh, us leading it now. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. What 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 is the next item of policy? <laughs> oh boy, my next uh, roll-up policy. Well, this one I'm going to need your guys' help with a lot because this one I saw and just went what? And I because I saw a buzzword that I like very much, which is D and D. But the thing that precedes it is the G O F of D and D. I don't know what a G O F is. I uh, yes, this was this was shorthand for for me. Okay. <laughs> um, are you by any chance a devotee of the webcomic Akewood? I've read a little bit of it. There, um, in Akewood posits a concept that is, it calls itself the Great Outdoor Fight. Oh. <laughs> so, like, LARPing? Uh, no, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an event that takes place in the world of the, of the comic where, um, it's, it, there's like, like a, like a 20-acre field where okay. 3,000 men come together and... Over the course of three days, they all fight each other until one person is left standing. And that person is the winner of the great outdoor fight. Well, now I know how we're going to elect the next president. So this is tying nicely in to my campaign. Okay. So the sword plant. I, I imagined, in this case, I imagined some, something where, like, it, it's, it's, it's like a big event where you just, you, you, uh, you show up with your dice and you bring a D&D character sheet. Oh, Oh, and then it's like Tomb of Annihilation. The last character to live is like the the king of D anD D. Yes, or queen, or whatever other uh, non gendered rulership title you want to appoint yourself. The autarch. What was the winner? Yes, of the great outdoor fight called. The, uh, they were just, they were just no, the winner. Yeah, they were just crowned the winner. The yeah. winningest D anD D. But so yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is that like I don't know what what uh, I haven't. I envisioned it as actually taking place among groups of five, mm-hmm. where like. I mean, or, or or maybe four. Maybe it's four people who all battle each other, and then the winner. You know what I mean? Or it's like mm. because because doing a series of duels would be, I think maybe somehow too limiting. Like I, yeah. I kind of I'm picturing an arena, you know, where there's like yeah. four corners, and then you know, like at at, a, at the signal, 
They just all Imagine battle. the brackets. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it like we start off with um, different teams, but then as it gets down to a certain pool, then it's every man for himself kind of deal? No, I think it starts off and everybody, it's it's all, it's every man for himself. But you can't from predict beginning. whether people will try to team up. And yes, then exactly. Trade, uh, yes, which is even okay. That is, is it a just of the great outdoor fight in the comic as well. Okay. Is there ju- is it only combat or are there is there like any kind of puzzle or maze component? Any kind of like, oh, I've got my way through this maze and now I'm in a ballroom and have to try and seduce someone for information. I would do AKA that. The, the classic D and D thing that you do. <laughs> I, I think honestly that it would be. I was envisioning it as just just fighting. Okay. Because um, trying to layer on any kind of story uh, would be. A mammoth undertaking. I'm not yes. saying it couldn't be done, but I, I think that you would need a full time staff. Yeah, I think you just let the players build some degree of yeah trickery and consensus. Mm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay. The the mere the design of the arena alone is going to take like a full month of brainstorming between like five or six different DMs to like arrive at a standard design for it because you know what I mean like it, yes is it, uh, is it an enclosed space is it made of stone is you know what I mean like because I'm sure that there are different different materials give different advantages to different class anyway well that well, that's exactly what I was thinking because like already without any social encounters or puzzle encounters you're pretty much pe- smart players will self select not classes that use those things or like are for those things the arena design would actually become a closely kept secret yes nice. yes <laughs> take your so, take your idiot bard against the open seas oops what have you done well that's what you're in now <laughs> oh my god you're barbarians in a masquerade <laughs> this is oh. so good oh god yeah i know what if the, okay so what if what yeah oh I, the top the, the thought of npcs had not occurred to me that there might be like a crowd of NPCs. There must be NPCs that have um, access to things that will help you do better. So, like, they're like the item keepers or something. Shots, <laughs> face! Wow. Oh, shit. Oh. So, like, shit. there's just, oh, see that dude in the nice robe wandering around? Well, mayhaps, I've heard. He has a key to the wine cellar. You know what's actually the wine cellar? Healing potions. Oh. Or is he yes. shiv you? He might shiv you. God, I... You fuck up your rolls because you're using your barbarian because you thought this was just a, a, a hack and slash game? Well, it sucks to be you. How, how many D&D... Like Twitch shows and podcasts, do you think exist? Could we many, but never enough? Right. I mean, (laughs) do you think we could we could like make this like an like a like a a truly world spanning thing where like like Pokemon competitions, but with D and D? Yeah, yeah. Some weird D and D gauntlet. Oh my god! Like the Critical Role people send send a couple of representatives. You know, if they touch this, they have the Midas touch. Like every, you know what I mean? Like, like yes. just just to see what would happen. Like, you know, you make a character, and just uh, God, I... it's just like a randomized playing field of some kind of combination of D and D pillars, and you don't know what it's going to be, and you just roll up and hope for the best. Oh yeah, oh it could be randomly generated on the spot. Roll a D six to you know to like, ooh, oh wow, oh dear. <laughs> He's clutching his head with his hands right now, which I imagine he did for all 800 ideas in the archive. Oh. I I would love to see this show. Yeah, or me too. Or listen to this podcast, you know? Like, yeah. 
Okay. I feel like I want to see it. I feel like it needs to have cameras on the ground. Like, imagine budget is no no deal. Like, I want people with steady cams running around in this like sound stage, filming people in their D and D outfits with like a name tag that says like Bard, trying to figure <laughs> out how the fuck to take down this like beholder by themselves because they walked into a corner. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of the conversation we had with Allison about the amount of work that goes into filming a reality show yes. and how yes. you eventually put together a narrative out of hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage. Yes. And oh my god, yes, you could have the meta narrative like I'm I'm uh Alice from Albuquerque, and this is my first GOF of D&D, and I, I really want to win that prize money so that I can buy a giant button collection, because I love notions and sewing. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and I've brought my um, half-elf ranger named Starlight, and I'm just going to give it my best. <laughs> yep. I just yep. want to know who would show up for this. It would be so yep. cool. Each um, each character sheet would need to be vetted by an official Wizards of the Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Boy. God, all fucking mighty! I could see it in my head. I could see it in my head. It's and it's glorious, John. Uh, it's glorious. Rule set and expansions are all announced well ahead. Yes, it's the action. Everybody has to conform rigidly to that. This isn't even that far fetched. I mean, there's giant like Vampire the Masquerade gatherings. People yeah. run like mystery mansion getaways. There's all kinds of tomfoolery parallel to this going on. It's so true. why not this? Wow. And then, like, if you're released into this, like, area, like you said, you can... People may or may not form alliances and temporary parties and stuff. Ah! So good! We have uncovered a juggernaut. I didn't know what I was what I was going for here. I didn't know what a GOF was, but now all I want to do is live this GOF. <laughs> well, uh, I have no connections in the world of tabletop gaming, as far as I'm aware. So... It's up. To, it's going to be up to somebody else to make this idea happen, and I just want to. I just want to watch. I'll, I'll be honest. I want to play in it. I don't think I'd get very far, but I want to play. Also, do they get rests between rounds? I uh, yeah. Mm. Are there rests, or do you just keep playing until you're out of hit points? Well, <laughs> oh. I think this might depend on how big of a field we have. Yes. Because if we have the space, we can have like designated areas, and that can become a component of play. For example, what if you head to a rest spot and there's already another party occupying it, and it's like you can only have like three people in this zone? <gasps> oh. Oh. It's turning into almost a bit of a sport now. Uh huh. Huh. The, the rest zones would have to be overseen by, by a DM. For sure, for sure. Fuck. So wow. people are going to, like, try and ambush the rest zones. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. So you have, we'll have empty camping rules or just some person who's, you know, playing a monster coming around the rest zone to scoop up <laughs> any idiots who stay there. I want to be that person. That's actually not a bad idea at all. Huh. Yeah, there's so many different ways we could explore this. It could go more sporty. It could be, like, almost table only with, like, minis. I like the idea of having, like, camps on the ground as people run around in robes just because that's funny to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain's going to be chewing on this for a while. I, I look forward to seeing whatever pops out of your mind. Because <laughs> uh, now my brain also... We might have to meet up offline. Yes. 
This is exciting. It's just, I mean, there's a couple of people I know who would have great input for this who run like big LARPing events. Like we're, we're, we're essentially describing LARPing, but like turned into a tournament using the D&D rule set. Yes. So yeah. there are people who know how to do this frequently, and I know some of them, so I'm sure they would have great things to say. Excellent. <sighs> dare I dream. Yes, dare to dream. <laughs> um, I think we have time for one more. I mean, we're, one you know, more. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm committed to making this. This is going to be. I mean, it's going to be a sort of long episode, but I don't care because it's. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, some of the, do I get to pick which one? Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh my god! There's some that are very similar. You can very easily see where my my interests lie. Let's see what's one that's a little bit different. Okay, here's another one that I picked because I don't know what the hell you mean. I hope you can shed some light on it. You had one called horrible neurosis and then the description was the death sex dream uh yes okay okay (laughs) i uh, this is this was an attempt i feel like by my mind to sabotage me (laughs) (laughs) and and that it was it was it was an attempt by my brain to give itself a terrible neurosis which as follows i had a dream that i was hanging out with a girl who knew that she was going to die before the sun came up. Okay. It was not specified when it would happen. She just knew that by the time the sun came up, she would be dead. And it would happen instantly. Okay. And she was obviously, she was freaked out. She wanted to cuddle. And uh, <laughs> she then, by, keep in mind, this is all happening in a dream, right? Yes. So my dreaming self, Dream John, is like, oh, I think she might want to fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Right. What happens just, if we do? Just and she dies in the middle, and the, at, like right at the moment of what? That would be the worst thing that could happen. It would oh. be the worst neurosis you could possibly. <laughs> uh, right? I mean, like, there's no way you would be able to have a normal sexual experience. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. there. Okay, here's the here's the buck wild thing. I'm willing to bet. There are at least on this planet Earth of ours, at least a thousand conservative guests, a thousand people who are alive right now who have fucked someone while they died or like at the moment of death. At least a thousand. Yeah, and not even all of them sex workers. <laughs> exactly. Yes, for sure. Old senators, uh, old sure. people. All kinds of things can happen when you're you're getting wild and wet with it. So. I bet that, I mean, either the the neurosis exists and as many people have it, we should turn around and be like, hey, what's that like? Or it maybe you don't get a neurosis from it. I think sometimes the human brain can be weirdly resilient and just be like, well, they went out happy. And then like <laughs> yep. you internalize it and yeah. don't ever discuss it. And then years and years later you go, oh, maybe I had some kind of repressed insecurity about that. But it's too late now. I'm 80. Or, or yeah, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I just imagined, I imagined my future self in that dream, like, you know, just trying to deal with the fact that I had, in theory, killed someone with orgasm. <laughs> no. Wait, now you're blaming yourself even though she knew? Oh, it's like a, it's like a Greek, um, a Greek tragedy, like, oh, she wouldn't have died had you not fucked. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, which of course would be irrational. Yeah, because it turned we, out oh, that what killed her was... Was John's bullet semen. <laughs> or... <laughs> I was gonna say you fell off the bed and she cried oh. her head, but that works too. Yeah, no, I had, I had a, uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got that from apparently dolphins ejaculate really, really explosively, yeah. and it's dangerous. That's where my brain yep. got that from. Don't have sex with dolphins. <laughs> 
half dolphin dream John kills this woman and gets a horrible neurosis. Uh, as he should. As, as, yes, exactly. I mean, I, can you? I, oh God. Anyway, <laughs> can that, you imagine? I can, and probably have. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're gonna say next. No, that was that was it. I mean, like just the the level of horror that you would experience at literally having killed someone with your orgasm. I uh, that. <laughs> we're both just like well I don't know did I know them that well were they happy did they get to come first I don't know what was that movie there was like a low budget 80s film that my best friend was obsessed with that was about this I'm gonna have to look oh huh. there was an episode of I think Maybe I think every sitcom does an episode like this I think there was one of um, oh my god Queer as Folk I think some guy fucked a dude in an airplane bathroom and he dies. And then it's like, well, I fucked him to death and I'm on an airplane. (laughs) I can't remember. I think he just like leaves him in there and then it's like, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) But then immediately turns around and is like, I fucked this senator and it's like no good. I got it. Liquid Sky. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. It was... A film about a woman who kills men with orgasm. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, you know what? Why not? And she's freaked out at first, and then she's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then she gives every woman a sword. (laughs) Full circle. And she brings it back around. Yep. I believe we've now reached that part of the podcast where we give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Mari, do you happen to have an idea you've had rattling in your head that you would like to give away? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so normally I don't like to try and put out into the world things that are going to make it worse, but in this case I'll make an exception. So have you guys seen that article going around where it's like someone uh, rejected someone as a potential roommate because they're a Capricorn? No. Oh my god. So there's this thing about like zodiac based discrimination being talked about now. And like some people have started coming forward with like things like, oh, my boss would never hire a Gemini for these reasons. And just like, just, you know, as though we needed more discrimination in the world. So my idea is basically an app that calculates the astrological compatibility of roommates and tears everything apart. Using the loosest, worst, like, sun sign only astrology and the most superficial, bad um, conceptions of what each sign is for, you just go like, boop, 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 and you enter in all your birthdays, and it's like, well, I'm sorry to tell you, but the reason why so-and-so doesn't take out the trash is because they're in Aries, and you need to get them out right now. Here's the, we've already informed the police they're on their way. <laughs> that, that app would be the perfect excuse for many things. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I feel like this is a weapon. I'm fine with arming people with swords, but I feel like this might be too far. Astrology is is a shade too far. Yeah, for me. <laughs> for me as a president. <laughs> I... God, our president has some limits. I mean, yeah, that's... right? <laughs> I, I, I only say this because as a Scorpio, I know that I'm going to be the first to go. Because <laughs> people have real beef about that. I would have nowhere to live except for actually a house full of other Scorpios, and that would be great. Never mind. I'm releasing it. It's going on the App Store right now. <laughs> you would be protected. Uh, my baby Quentin also is a Scorpio. 
Oh, perfect. There you go. So there, there we go. My mom. <laughs> you guys can hang out. <laughs> awesome. All right. I've got a mom and a baby, neither of whom I know. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like my baby. Yeah. He looks very cute He's from what I've seen on the, the, the internet. Excellent. Oh, speaking of which, actually, that's the perfect segue. We oh. Now tell everybody where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is easy. Thanks to my friend Jen, who is Jennifer Marie on Twitter. You can find links to my Twitter, Instagram, and highly entertaining newsletter all in one place at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B-E-S-H-A. And you can find me on Twitter as Mari, M-A-R-R-I. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to the show by searching for Idea Factory Giveaway in your podcast app of choice and let John know if it doesn't pop up. If you're already there, why not leave us a five-star rating and or a nice review? It would really help us out because, you know, algorithms, you know the deal. If you've already done that, why not tell a friend? Why not tell five friends? Tell six friends. Ooh, I like that. That's right. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want a cut. Do-do. Do-do.